Hello and welcome to the brand new Adidas UK podcast. To celebrate the launch of the new X-Ghosted boot, we're talking some of the players that we wear in the boot on the pitch this season. And once again, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Jermaine Genus and Aaron Custer. How are you both doing? All right? We're all good, thank you. Yeah, good, thank you. Okay, this week's guest, we've just finished recording with him, Max Ahrens. Guys, talk me through it. What a, a, another really humble and and really great to listen to young young player. Do you know what? I, I think, think it's sort of fashion that some people have got attitudes like that. that. He's so level-headed and he seems like he's really got his head screwed on. Yeah, I think, you know, the future's looking good for him. I think those kind of little bits of adversity that he's gone through at the start of his career, even the relegation with Norwich, I think he's learnt so much. And he's got so much competition in front of him, but he looks like he's going to be the kind of character that's going to fight all the way to get to the top. So I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of his future. 100%. It looks set to be a a very, very bright future. And let's hear from him now, Max Ahrens. So, Max, thank you so much for joining us. How are you getting on? Are you all right? Are you in one piece? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Doing well. Um, Just um, pulled out of the England uh, 21 squad. But um, other than that, I'm I'm fine. Um, Just had a little concussion, but now, now I'm good. Everything's good. So I don't know if you have heard in the episode so far, but usually we set our guests a bit of a challenge. So I'm going to let Erin tee it up for you this week. Yeah. So, Max, we have a little challenge for you. Instead of us writing your introduction, we're going to let you do it for us. So you've got 60 seconds to give our listeners a snapshot of who you are in your life so far. So go. I was born in um, West London um, and then I started playing football when I was um, three, four years old. And I started playing for a local team in uh, Luton. Um, and then um, signed for Luton Town when I was eight years old. And then um, played there until I was 14 um, and left there. And then um, was trying, was going go to a few different teams. Um, and then signed at Norwich when I was um, just turning 16. Um, and then from there, um, I kind of bro- uh, broke into the first team when I was 18. and made my league debut when I just turned 18. Um, and then ever since then, um, we got we got promotion that year, um, um, and then went into the Premier League, um, made my England under twenty one debut, um, and then um, we got relegated that season. That was a tough season, but a good learning curve for me. Um, and then yeah, and then um, but now um, playing and about to. That's tight. Well done. Well done. You've got to say well that. Done. Very well. Well Did very done. Put well. me on the spot. That's not easy. Put me on the spot. It's not yeah, easy to do that, Max. How often do you get asked to do that? Do you know what I mean? Try and get your whole career into 60 seconds. I, like, I liked his technique, though. I liked his technique. It, it told him, like, it took him 20 seconds to tell us that he was, like, eight years old when he started playing football. Then he was 10. <laughs> literally. Born in West London. I oh. thought this guy's on point. He knows what he's doing. Then he's going to oh, rush literally. through the last bit. But you've left, do you know what as well? You've left out some amazing stuff that I'm I'm really excited to, to get into. But let's talk a little bit about Luton first. So you're nine years old. And am I right in saying that you were offered a contract at, at 14, but you turned it down yeah. to go and take a trial at Spurs? Yeah. Is that right? So I went, so I went, when I was 14, Norwich wanted to sign me then. Um, and I was like, it was a bit far from where I live. Um, so I said, um, no, nah, I'm going to wait and, and, and kind of go and try a few different teams, uh, Chelsea, Tottenham. Um, there was a few and then I ended up going on trial at Spurs. Um, and I was there for a while, uh, training, playing games with them. And then nothing ever came from it. Like, um, 
it was just one day and it was just like oh we don't we don't think it's right for right now so then i was like okay cool um but that had gone on for quite a while and i was like going on 15 um after that i was just training with my local team in my area which was mk dons and i was just training with them and then norwich contacted again and we're just like do you want to come in we're still really keen and i was just i was like yeah um i was coming to the end of like my school um and about to sign a scholar scholarship so then um i went on Went there, was training with Norwich for a while and um, ended up getting a call and, and, and signed there. You sound incredibly calm about that experience. I'm, I should level with you. I'm a Spurs fan. So if that had happened to me and, and I'd had that, that conversation, that would have broken me. Like I would have found that so so hard. How was it for you? Yeah, it was tough. It was tough to be fair because I was 14 and I had my kind of, you know, when you get your, your heart set on something and, and you really believe it's going to happen and then... Um, for nothing to come from it and obviously it was perfect at the time kind of it was wasn't far it was I was still at school and it and it felt like a perfect fit um, and for nothing to come from it obviously it was tough but then um, for me it was just straight on to the next one and, and, and over to Norwich which was which was the best thing like I ever did and was the best thing for my career and and you make that move on quickly or is it something that sort of you're carrying with you are you sort of almost a little bit scarred by it or do you just try and put it out of your mind no, yeah, no, 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 no way. No, um, I kind of left that behind as soon as it had, it had happened. I kind of moved on from it. Um, as soon as I'd signed at Norwich, it was all um, about me breaking into the first team, even at 16. So that was my aim and my, my ambition. Well, what position did you play, Max, when you was kind of trying to come through, whether it was uh, in, that, in those times at Tottenham? Back then I was like, I was like a um, wide player or, or a number 10. So, yeah. Uh, See, there's always something behind it, yeah. right? There's all, it's, it, that's all it is. You yeah. just got to find the right coach, yeah. the right place, that's the it. right just connection. As yeah. someone goes, I'm seeing something different in you. That's what it was. And it opens those doors. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a game changer. So, when it was actually like when I went to Norwich the second time, I went in as, as, a, as a winger and a number 10. And they said to me, you know what? One of the coaches there who left, he said, I think you'd make like a, a, a very good fullback. And I, at the time, I was like, I remember saying it to my dad and he Dead was like... Dead position. I don't want to play there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what he was thinking, exactly isn't it? it. What? There's no glory at right back. I'm not playing there. You're mad. <laughs> Literally, my dad said to me, right back. He looked at me and said, right back. He said, no way. I was like, well, I'm going to have to. And then I was like, I just felt at that time, um, like I, I was just going to play the same way, but from right back. And then I ended up yeah. playing there and... Um, things just took off from there like it was the best thing that had ever happened to me like suddenly I just found like I felt like a new player like when I made that mm. that change Erin there's a recurring theme here isn't there in these pods that these like lightning fast players have been sort of manipulated for one position has this ever happened to you? Well, I'm in, the, I'm in the wing at the moment, so I'm hoping I'm not going to fall in my shoes and get that get that call up to fullback. But uh, yeah, I, I think so. And I think having the ability to play so many different positions like, like Max has done when he was younger has probably kind of made him find his, his happy place in fullback. And now if he ever is required to, to play at Norwich at 10 or the wing, I, I bet he probably feels more than comfortable and if he plays like a, a winger at fullback, then he's obviously going to have the speed to get past people. What is interesting about you know this particular topic here is I, I reckon there must be you know thousands of players that have just gone missing because there were coaches of a certain area that didn't have that kind of creative vision to see something else in a player. Um, a lot of the time especially kind of like during my youth, it was like, oh, well, if you're big, you play at the back. If you're fast, yeah. you play on the wing or you play up front, you know, and you're just put in those positions. 
So, you know, obviously this coach at Norwich, who, you know, I had real belief in you, but obviously he was taking a punt as well. But, you know, for it to work out as well as it is done is, you know, it shows the, the, the power of good coaching and having, you know, you know, someone good who sees something different in players. Yeah, for sure. You, you know, like like you said, it mm. takes it has to take the right coach to kind of make that decision. Some coaches would be like, you know, yeah. like you said, have the big ones at the back and just and the, the faster ones up up front. But mm. it was a, it was a great decision, and, and I'm grateful for it. Max, can I ask you about you taking a, a year out to train with Saul Isaacson Hurst? That's a very rare thing, I'd imagine, for a player that's gone through the system. And has, has gone through the youth schemes and, and has literally climbed through the age groups to actually have a year where you're working with someone almost kind of individually. How was how was that? Yeah, so again, he he kind of there was a point where I was coming to the end at Luton and I wanted to just like become super sharp with the ball and just I don't know take my game to another level. And and I spoke to him and he said, um, train like come and train with me, see if you like it and make but make sure you're you know carry on playing games because that's the main thing you need to play games you need to have that like um competitive kind of street so i started training with him and i just felt ever since i'd started training with him just like my game just changed completely i just become so much better like on the ball um my thinking was quicker everything um but obviously you still need that max what there might be a group of people listening to this who don't know kind of who soul is and and what kind of specifically what I suppose his role was, you know, for you. Do, do you want to just maybe, I don't know, explain to me or, you know, to people that are going to be listening exactly what, um, I suppose, what he did or what they did, you know, for you specifically in terms of making you quicker, more agile? Was it just like weekly drills? Was yeah. it, you know, I, yes. I, I'm just trying to figure out kind of what that little moment was yeah. like for you. Yeah, so like he, so I kind of looked at my game and I looked at what I could improve on. And uh, he said to me, like, he watched a few of my my clips and stuff like that and said you know I think you need to become better in this area you, know, you need to become more like dynamic and um, sharper with the ball and that type of thing and we can work on different like exercises to get you get you like that so then I started training with him and I remember at that age like because that now like my pace and my speed is the one of my main attributes but back then when I was like 14 I was like kind of like a late developer and I didn't really I didn't really have that like explosiveness and stuff, which I worked on so with, with him, and it just allowed me to like work on what I wasn't that good at um, at that time. Um, so then it sharpened me, sharpened me up massively, and like um, it was all stuff to do with the ball. So um, it it just brought my whole game on massively, just working one to one with him. Because obviously sometimes in training, you know, you having to wait wait to have another go in a drill or something like that, or a small group exercise as well. I've been at one-to-one was was the best thing. So listening to you and how you said you needed to take time out of the game, I think it's an incredibly mature thing to say that at that age that you wanted to take time out and sharpen up elements of your game. So was that because you believed that despite nothing coming of the Spurs move, that you would still become a professional footballer? Yeah, to be fair, I'm, I remember because um, I was with I was with my dad when when um, I kind of got told. Um, that nothing that you know they weren't interested at that time and uh, um, kind of we went back to the car and I was just like he was just like to me like you can look at it two ways you can either take it as like disappointment or it's easier said than done but like use it as fuel now to like just think about it as if that's not the right one for you and like that you know everything happens for a reason and the right one will come so that was what that was the way I looked at it and I just went straight back to um, like working as hard as I could for 
for the next one to come because I felt like it was around the corner, which it was um, at Norwich. So Max, does does Saul come to you, or do you did you go to him? How do you make that connection? I'd seen some of his stuff on, um, I think it was Instagram. I've seen some of his videos and stuff, which um, which I liked, and I said to him, I said to my dad, like, you know, I kind of want to, I kind of said to him that I wanted to to use use like his services and, and what he does, what he offers. And he said to me, and he said to me, yeah, hundred um, percent. I think you should. And then I approached him, and he said, "Perfect, come down for a few sessions, see if you like it, see if you think it works for you." And then we went from there. Because I think that's what, you, like, like you're saying, Erin, is that's an incredibly mature thing to do to take ownership of your own game. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I think even at that age, when he probably saw at the time his friends playing for clubs and. And he said, no, actually, I'm going to go my own way. I'm not going to do it the standard way and try and join a club and whatever. I'm going to sharpen up elements in my game. And I think that's something that I'm lucky enough because I had my dad as well to was my coach and was able to help me sharpen up elements in my game. And it's good that you actually reached out for help for that. And I think that's probably... There is a sort of route to every professional football. And I think yours is so different because you sort of needed failure in to fuel your fire in your belly and did you really feel that and do you ever sort of use them moments if, you know when you're in the championship now in Norwich and you know to get you through tough games yeah for sure like it's you know it wasn't um you know I could have taken the easy not the easy route but I could have just taken a route of you know sign a next contract to, at, at Luton or just accept the, the offer from Norwich straight away which um looking back maybe you know um I ended I did end up at Norwich and and kind of it was on the table and I could have done that but you know everything happened to a reason and that's how I like to look at it um nowadays um especially with how many games we have and and kind of you know playing at playing at this level now so yeah definitely I look I like kind of revert back to that and, and try and use it now do you still see Sol? yeah yeah I still see him like every every kind of summer where we have that you know like a four or five week break sometimes or a three mm. week break however long we get off I def- I usually I always go back and do a few sessions top a week up, feel like, isn't that crazy though it's like I'm thinking about like back to when I was kind of like younger and coming through like the, the way that obviously the maturity is one thing for you to look at an aspect of your game you know is strong but you want to make it stronger uh, like to go and do it though like, yeah. I feel like that's, that's, that's a different thing really I'm just trying like, I don't know if I would have done it or not I think I was really lucky because I was already at a club I suppose that you found yourself at so I always, and that's what I was going to ask you, like, you know, the minute you arrived at Norwich, did you see the pathway straight away to the first team? Yeah. So when I, yeah, when I signed, they said, they said to me, it was a different manager at the time. It wasn't, it wasn't um, um, Daniel Farker at the moment, who it is now, but it was a different manager. It was Alex Neil, who's um Scottish manager. And even then, back then I thought I could break in, like I always had that thought that when I signed there, that I could break into the, to the first team. Um, and then, when he got sacked and the new manager came in, um, that was when it kind of solidified it. Like I knew, uh, I didn't know because you never know, but I always had that belief, like it, my confidence, confidence went up again. Yeah. What's that like when the the original manager that you've come in hoping to impress goes? Is that an opportunity or is that, uh, does that sort of make you have a little wobble? Yeah, no, it made, it was an opportunity I thought because he ha- he didn't know anyone, he didn't, the new manager coming in, hadn't worked in English football, he didn't have any kind of, players that were favourites or didn't have anyone that he'd kind of had any like um, I don't know favour towards so when he came in 
obviously I wasn't around the first team at that time, but I just used it as a, I thought at the time, that's a chance for me to just show um, when he's watching what I can do. And then luckily that was what happened and then started training with them, training with the first team and then went from there. We've talked about this a little bit before um, over the course of the last couple of episodes and it, it's always really fascinating, fascinating to me to hear about that first time you get moved into the into the first team car park and you're first mm. in with the players. How was that first day? Yeah, it was. Yeah, no, no, no. It was good. It was. It was crazy. I just remember it was because because we got told. I got told I was moving in. So we had the we finished the season with the under 23, uh, 23s and I got told over the break that I was first day of preseason. I'd be in the first team change room and in the first team car park. And I remember driving in on the first day, and I just drove to the academy car park because I didn't want to put. I didn't want to park in the in the first team car park. Um, I just felt like. I don't know. It just felt weird. I just didn't. You just, know, you was gonna get killed by the boys. That's yeah, what. That's what that's, happened. That's what it was. That's you know that was. first thing that's gonna be happening. What What are you doing in here? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. are you that's doing? Get that's you know. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. That's good. That's and, good though. And with the we the um academy have a different kit to the first team. So I remember I was put the first team kit on and I and I was kind of in the changing room, like walking around, thinking like, oh, like. I'm, I've made it. I've made it now. And then they said they said that they were all saying, "Oh, put, go put the red one back on the the twenty threes kit." So it was, it was Mate, funny. It's, you know when I made it through at, at Forest Ben, like talking about that. Can you imagine this? Like I, I mean, I used to do it for banter and stuff. But obviously, I had jobs, so like I used to have to get like the players' kit ready. So in the morning, I'd come in at like eight o'clock in the morning. I don't, I don't know, get Chris Bart Williams kit, I think it was, roll it all up in a towel, get his flip-flops and his boots ready, polish them all up, all ready like, for him to go and train. So obviously I get into the first team now and I'm like, I'm like down the hallway like, to the lads that are basically like, some of them are older than me. And I'm like, where's my kit? <laughs> <laughs> they, wanted to, they wanted to kill me. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously they was never going to oh, like no lay out towels for me and boots and all that. But yeah, oh, yeah, come out going, you this, you that, you yeah, big yeah. time this. I'm, like, I'm joking, relax. But <laughs> I totally understand the whole like, not like I did that. I didn't want to park. Like, I just, oh, no, you always no, want to no, stay no close to your academy, don't yeah, you? Yeah, like, yeah. that's until, what it was. It was, it's yeah, it's a weird experience. You only kind of know what it's like when, like you said, you've been through it yeah. and you've seen it. It's funny. Does it still exist, that kind of tier system? Is there still very much a kind of, you need to come in and earn your stripes before you're allowed to really be considered? Yeah, kind of, but I, I see now where it's not as bad as, as what I've heard, kind of, do you know what I mean? Mm. And I think when kind of the younger players train with us now, obviously I'm still young myself, but like when, I don't know, there's an under 23 player come up and train, it's not, it's not as as harsh as that like um and even when i came through you know after that day when when they said put the 23s kit back on after that it was never anything else really and it was it was all fine but i imagine kind of back in the day or even five ten years ago it was still kind mm. of you know as a, as a young player coming up you'd be under pressure tell us about that debut then how was that for you and how quick did it come so we had the pre-season and i was um Played a few preseason games and, and and done well in the preseason games. Um, and then we had we started off the season um, lost. I think it was a, we lost the first three games in the league. And then we had the Carabao Cup game, which is uh, obviously the League Cup. And we play we were playing Stevenage in the first round, and uh, I got told I was playing left back, which I I'd played a bit in preseason, so I was I was kind of fine with that, um, and I knew about that for a, for a while. Um, and which was a good game. We won three one um, and done well in that game. But it only became real 
really for me was when my league debut came and that was kind of in the that was in the derby against Ipswich so that was the one where I was you know I was I was felt real nervous that the game was on a Wednesday the Carabao Cup game we played Cardiff um, and I scored in that game and then I got and then the Saturday we kind of did like a shape thing before the game like an 11 v 11 and um, the, the manager read out my name and, and, and I was kind of with all the players that usually start and I was just thinking like surely he's not he's not like gonna do this when he's lost <laughs> the first three league games and it's got like the biggest game of the season coming up so I didn't really feel like he'd do that I feel like I'd either made a mistake or was just I don't know trying to play with a few players heads and then you know it was in my mind the whole night because we don't find out the actual team you, you, you can just base it off that we don't find out the actual team so I remember I got told I was traveling and I was in the hotel with um Ben Godfrey who just left and he said to me like we were I think we were just I was sharing a room with him and we were about to go to sleep and he just said like oh you do you do know like you're starting tomorrow and I was just like I was just like trying to tell myself you know like I, I wasn't I was just I was thinking <laughs> Surely I'm not, I'm not. I was trying uh, to tell him I'm not. And he was like, yeah, 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 you are. So he said, then I woke up in the morning and then we had the team meeting and stuff and then we left the team meeting and I got told in the team meeting I was starting. So then I was like rushing around trying to get my family to get to Ipswich on, so that they could watch the game and stuff, um, rushing around getting tickets. So this, it was a unique, like it was an, it's a mad experience, you know, making your, your, your debut. That's a big game. And, and it was, yeah, I always remember it. I'd have hated that. I'd have hated to know for so long. Yeah that my debut was coming. When I was at Forest, I didn't know literally until I, I mean, they called me in to say, oh yeah, you, you're in the squad. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, it came from nowhere from yeah. the youth team. And then I went from being in the squad to like walking into the dressing room and David Platt went, oh, come into my office, I need to talk to you. And I walked into his office, he went, oh, by the way, you're starting, get out. And I was like, what the hell? Wow. Do you know what I mean? But Just I had like, like a bit like you rushing around getting tickets, yeah. but I only had, like the start of a game to worry about. Yeah, that's exactly. If so I had had the night before, I don't think I'd have slept. No, 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 no. It was so nerve-wracking. Yeah, that's the thing. I, but and it was hard for me as well because I didn't 100 percent know because sometimes you would change the the the, the team the day before the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't 100 percent know, but then I had a feeling. <laughs> so my head was just all over the place. I couldn't sleep, and it was hard. Plus, it was against Ipswich. Yeah, against Ipswich. Yeah. Was, oh my the, word, mental. The, Brilliant. The rivals and stuff, which was. But it was tough. Um, How did it go then? How did it go? Like, did, did you at least perform, play we, well we, right in the game? No, no, no. I played well and um, we drew one all, yeah. but, um, you know, Norwich haven't lost to Ipswich in, I think it's like 10 years yeah, now. Yeah, a long time, the, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was the 10th tenth, the tenth year. And I remember going one nil down thinking, please don't let this oh. game be the, <laughs> be the game that I'm... Not on my watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we managed to... We managed to um, equalise. And then ever since then, you know, that season, I can't even... I think we went unbeaten for ninety five percent of the season. We literally just ever since then we just you know, we were on flame on fire. Mm. And just tell us a little bit about the, the championship on, on the whole, because people often talk about it being a really physically intense league, but I'm assuming for someone as fast as you, you can almost bypass a little bit of that and use your speed as something to counterbalance it. Yeah, so it's like now I've now I've played in the, the Premier League as well, it's it's it, they are two massively different leagues and I didn't see it until, until I played in the, in the Premier League and it's yeah like you said this, there's not so much quality but um, things happen where you're kind of not expecting it someone will I don't know do a do a clearance and it will put someone through on goal or something like that it's just like it's it's you can't really read read it sometimes which like no disrespect to that league it's, but that's just how it is um, but yeah like you said you know with the amount of games there are and stuff like that you can I feel like I can 
you know use my speed and, and get me out of situations but um yeah it's, it's it's massively different i'd say so max did you did you feel that because in the championship there's obviously a game every three or four days you know how it is and as a fullback, you obviously do a lot of high speed running, a lot of explosive actions. Did you feel like the the fullbacks that you played against that you were able to get past easier because you had a physical advantage, you had that speed? Yeah, definitely. Like in the the championship, you can feel almost, you know, if you've got three games a week, you can almost feel by that third game of the week, um, players are starting to get tired, and and usually that third game on the the Saturday or whenever it is, you can feel like. Um, you can really attack the opposition because you know they're tired as as, as tired as you are, and, and you'd like to think that um, you're fitter than than who you're up against. And I always try and use that as, to my advantage. You know, um, with the amount of games there are, you're always going to catch someone off guard who's maybe a bit fatigued or or tired. Did you feel comfortable at Premier League level, Max? Yeah, 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 definitely. It was obviously hard because we were, you know, under the cosh a lot of the time, and and. You know, our kind of football was open, expansive football. Um, mm. And kind of coming up against teams that obviously can hit you on the, on the break. I remember, I'd probably say, you know, they're not like a possession-based team. Obviously, they're um, um, a top side. But Man United were just on the counter-attack. Just against us, yeah. they just picked us off. They just killed us because we'd have quite a bit of the ball. Um, and they'd, I'd probably say they're the best counter-attacking team in the league where they were just punishing yeah. us. And I, that just put it to me where I was just thinking, you know, every time we lose the ball here, we're getting punished. And, and that kind of mm. um, brought it home to me. But I felt definitely felt comfortable at, at that level. And I really enjoyed, yeah, you, you know, it. despite getting relegated and, and it, like it being a hard season, um, I felt like it was one that was, was good for me personally. Because, Jermaine, there was so much talk, I remember, wasn't there, yeah. at the time about... The, the philosophy versus results argument wasn't there around around that side that had done so well yeah. in the championship. Mm. And it was a really sort of like, it must be a really difficult thing to come into thinking like you're back in your playing style and you're back in the way that you've got promoted. Like you've got to almost be sort of loyal to what you did, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, it was, I was looking at it the other day and, you know, in our back four, we had one 19 year old, which was me. Um, we had a 21-year-old and another 21-year-old. That's three of our back four where you're looking at Premier League level and that's really uncommon um, for such a young back four, um, which which was a massive learning curve for, for us three that were in that, that, that. When I speak to them, like it was a great experience and um, obviously we wanted it to be more than just an experience. We would have liked to have stayed up, but it was hard because you know um, we were up against it with how much, um, obviously, experience other teams had and and the quality that they had um which was tough but it was yeah yeah a great experience there's a good argument the whole kind of like um you know throw away the i suppose the philosophy type thing or to try and stay in the league in comparison to what norwich did and i was one of the big advocates for listen they've came up that way they play that way this is the way the football club's being ran and actually if my manager would have just threw the book out the window i lost a little bit of respect for him to an extent because they had so much success doing it in in the championship. And also, if you spoke to a lot of Norwich fans, they loved every single minute of that journey you had in the championship and actually respected that attacking nature. And let's be honest, you're an attacking fullback. You know, Jamal Lewis was an attacking fullback. You had attacking players in your team. Goals dried up a little bit. That was that was all that cost you really in the end. You played some good football. So the experience itself, you know, for your future would have been is invaluable. 
Yeah, 100%. I'm so keen to hear about your, your first experience of, of the Premier League. But just first, just tell us how, about how that season in the Championship ended because you pretty much, you got accolades, you were in the team of the season, were you Young Player of the Year? Like You had an amazing end to that season. Yeah, so that season, um, I'd, we were close to kind of getting over the line and and, and, and getting promotion. And um, I remember getting told, you know, you have to go to the the EFL awards, um, which was which I was just happy to be there, you know, be be there and, and be nominated and stuff. And then to come away with all, all those awards was was unbelievable. Um, and it just showed the season that me personally and, and the team had. And then I remember I'd won the awards and and uh, we had a game against Reading the next day uh, or, or two days later or something. And if we won that, we were really close to winning the league. So as soon as I'd kind of won the awards and then to go and win the championship kind of straight after was just the like perfect perfect mm. um, end and then tell us about the the move to the to the prem so was that just something you were enormously ready for were you nervous or did you feel like Do you know what I, I belong at this level yeah definitely I felt you know going up the way we did and and how I played in the championship I definitely thought um, you know I'm ready for this level um, and it's and it's come at a good time obviously I was only I'm only 19 but I thought it's it's come at a, a great time um, and then I remember I was, you know, we had Liverpool in the, the first game um, and and that was kind of where I realised, you know, like we can compete at this at this level. That must have been a weird first game because I think you had the most shots at Anfield that any team had had for years yeah. and it felt like you were really in it, you know? Yeah, for sure. I remember I was kind of five minutes in um we'd had loads of chances and I was looking thinking you know if we can get one can, can get a goal here I think you know we can we can really trouble them um and we didn't take any of our chances and then um you know we scored another goal uh and 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 conceded and then that was when it was like it was kind of like a sucker punch I thought it felt like we'd been on top and for that it was, it was kind of like a cruel cruel feeling and then you know Liverpool got that much quality that then two, three, and four went in, um, and we went in at half time four 0 down. And I was just looking around, thinking, "Wow, is this how you know you can be on top in a game, and then they just punish you like that?" So that's a difference, yeah. I think. Max, was was that your realization of the adaption from Championship to Premier League? Like, whoa, the difference is these teams are actually ruthless, and these teams will finish yeah. you off if you don't take your chances. Definitely, I just feel like you know, you know, in the Premier League, some teams don't aren't bothered about you know, possession stats and having the ball and being on top and stuff, they'll just ruthless. They'll, you know, kill you off at when you least expect it. You know, you'll be on top in a game and they'll just get one chance and then you, next thing you know, you're 1-0 you're down, which is the the thing you had to get your head around, which is which was how it was. You know, for me specifically, like I my, my transition from uh, Championship to Premier League was different. And I found it, um, I found the Premier League easier than the Championship. But there's a reason behind that. And that the reason is I went into a Premier League team. I think when you come up with a Championship team, it's far more difficult. You're playing an enjoyable football. But, you know, I had Alan Shearer and Craig Bellamy up front. And, you know, it's a bit, I was part of that kind of, we're going to be ruthless, you know. And I feel like, you know, I mean, Norwich fans won't, won't thank me for saying it, but when you eventually do take those steps, you know, whether it's to another club or to wherever it is, or whether it's with Norwich with more kind of experience uh, as Premier League players, it will be a different ex- experience for you next time because you've been there and you know and you understand it. But it's just, it is one of those, I remember watching that game 
I bet I've watched loads of those games, especially at Anfield, where you think, oh, they're going to get beat here. They, 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 they could get beat. They never get beat. Yeah, they never get beat. They never beat. get beat never because get, no. they just get that one chance and go bang. And just, you know, they, they're, you know, it's that feeling of belonging in the Premier League that sometimes gets you through those moments. So tell us about that that season on the whole. Um, were you pleased on a personal level? I know it's not the ending that you would have wanted, but were you pleased on a personal level with how you acquitted yourself? Yeah, definitely. I definitely think that's the most I'd improved in my whole career, you know, from, uh, you know, I started off the season um, uh, well, um, then got injured and was missed just two games um, and then came back in and I didn't really feel um, right. And then I built it back up again and I and I felt, you know, I had a really good period um, in the, in that season where, you know, I was, I was playing really well and I felt like I, over the course of the season, did play, did play well. Um, so that was probably the the biggest kind of learning curve I'd had, but it was like, you know, coming up against the best wingers in the in the world. In the championship, I'd kind of known what I can do going forward. Um, but in the Premier League, it kind of taught me that what you do defensively as well is, is equally as important. And I had to develop my game. My game come, uh, came on so much defensively so that, you know, now I feel like I'm much more of a well-rounded player and, you know, I'm equally as good going the other way. It must have felt special during that FA Cup game against Spurs, drifting inside the box. Why are you got to bring that he... up? Why are you got to <laughs> talk about that? The, mate, I, I'm doing it to myself. It's, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. What? Oh, let's make our guests feel comfortable, shall we? Yeah. What, what, what's this? <laughs> Honestly. The, thing, the reason why I was, I think, like, ultimately, like knowing that you, you sort of proved to yourself that you belong at that level and then winning that, was it you who won the penalty to, to draw a level at Spurs? No, so you, Basically, we played Spurs like three or four times last season and we played them one week, which was in the league, and I won the penalty and then we ended up um, equalising. Um, and then we played them in the FA Cup, which was like two weeks later. So it was like quick succession. Um, but yeah, that was a great game. Um, you know, being at that stadium, full full house um, and, w- and winning there as well. So basically, you had us on toast, tearing down that win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Absolutely flying by people, winning penalties, and now we're going to talk about that for the next two minutes. Aren't we? <laughs> yeah, 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 let's keep talking about it. We'll talk about the third game as well. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. There was no game against Norwich that went well for us last year, yeah? and you're, that's all you no, want to bring no. up. Absolutely disaster. They played really well against us, to yeah. be fair. I mean... Yeah. On a personal level, it must have been nice, yeah. you know, but knowing that you, you, that was a club that potentially sort of turned, shut the door on you. Oh yeah, that yeah, yeah, nice, for yeah. sure. It was, it was, it was a nice feeling, um, you know, a really, really, really good feeling. But last year in in that league as well, like like Jermaine said, you know, every time we played them, we'd always had good results and good games, mm. which was which was odd because I always felt like against you know Tottenham, Arsenal, kind of the teams that kind of play more possession based football. I felt like we were kind of on par with them and, 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 and we had our best games, you know, Leicester as well. But then it was the ones like, I don't know, the counter-attacking ones like Wolves and Man United and, and stuff like that was when we really found it hard and that was when we'd, we'd kind of struggled. So, yeah. Max, I want to talk about the, the times in your career where you feel like you've been faster than anyone or better than anyone and you've reached that point where you sort of look around and go, wow, this is, this is special. And you've had a number already of, of massive moments. So winning the champ and getting called up to the under-21s for England, playing in the Prem. Like, what is the, what's the moments that, that stand out for you, just on a personal level, when you think about your, your best moments so far? 
um, for sure, kind of making my Premier League debut at, at Anfield. That was a, a huge one. Um, also, the you know what you've just mentioned, the FA Cup game against Spurs, and then also there was a few kind of times where I was like, it was a, a good feeling being so young, kind of walking out of places like Old Trafford and, and stuff like that, where you're just thinking, looking, you know, you have to get your head around it and realize it does a job to do, but you know, you can take five, ten seconds just appreciating it, which was, you know, what you'd worked your whole career to, to walk out of those places. I think we should stop beating around more. the bush. I, I want to know who's fastest. You, Tariq Lamptey or Reese James? Who's, who's the quickest? I think Tariq, Tariq me, me or Tariq, oh. definitely, but Tariq is, yeah. Tariq's, Tariq's quick. Tariq's quick. Um, you know, you know, you're always talking to a speed man when they always back themselves, no matter what. They yeah. always have to just go, yeah, 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 me yeah. or me. Or. Yeah, I think, I think Reese will, will be cool with me saying that it's it's definitely not him. He's he's kind of a, he's different, he's different type of player. Like, is it a power run? Yeah, yeah, power, yeah, power run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know more, those. More of I know that. those. And he's kind of stronger and, and stuff, but. Um, probably definitely me or Tariq but I can't choose Tariq was confident wasn't he Jermaine oh yeah very. I mean for a, for, for a lad that's so humble by the way he really rose to the top at that point <laughs> oh, he was yeah, like whoa yeah. no 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 if we're talking speed I'm the guy is that what he said is that what he said wow. it, was a bit, it was along those lines it was along wow. those lines yeah he, we'll have to have a race we'll have to have a race fair, Max. you know if I'd have been there at, uh, with England this... with, with England this week could have lined all three of us up and, 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 and that's what I'm race. saying I swear I they used that. to do this back in the day, didn't they? They used to do like some, uh, like Olympic style thing of, for the Premier League. Yeah. yeah. Something stars or something it yeah, was called. Yeah, yeah. And they used to they have races. in their full kit, didn't yeah. they? Everyone yeah, was in their yeah, kit. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, okay, let's just have it out. Like, cause remember how long like Kyle Walker was calling out um, Leroy Sane? Yeah. And I'm thinking, let's have it out. Like, I reckon, because like, all speed merchants, like yourself, you, they all back themselves. Yeah, yeah. All of them. Do you know what I mean? You're never going like, to say would, it. I would love to see it. I'm never going to accept anyone. You can't football. back down, can you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell us tell us about the next chapter, mate. Now, did you set yourself goals that you want to try and achieve this season? Are you looking to January or do you look further beyond? You know, first and, like, first and foremost, my, my main goal was just to be the, the best player in my position in the league, um, you know, and just show kind of that I am that, that you know, without sounding, you know, too ahead of myself or arrogant that's just how you have to think um, and, and use that as something that you have to like every game it doesn't matter who you're playing you know you have to be the best player on that pitch so um, and, and the main goal is to kind of be be with Norwich and, and, and get promotion and back to the Premier League We, we mentioned Tarek last week um, about the right back situation in England you really have come through at such a difficult time haven't you? Yeah I thought about Working on my left foot now and then. <laughs> I'm joking. No, no, no. It's, it's... You need to get back to soul. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Literally. Wow. No, it's, it's crazy. I can sympathise, bro. <laughs> it's mad. That centre midfield I was trying to get him couldn't get anywhere near it. Oh, it yeah. Lampard. But and, you, you, and yeah, but like, it was crazy. But you got you got to do it, haven't you? Yeah, you have to. Exactly. To be fair, like, I'd never, you know, this is probably the most challenging time to do it for England at that, in that position. But, like I said before, you've got to, you know, again, there's two ways you can look at it and I would just use it as mm. kind of, you've got to be at your best all the time to get in. So that's how, that's how I have to look at it. To be fair, when you, like from an analyst point of view, like, uh, you know, if I'm Gareth Southgate and I'm looking at kind of attributes, obviously you've got Trent who can just deliver anything from anywhere at any time, but you would say he's probably got defensive frailties as well that he's probably trying to work on. 
Kyle Walker is the most experienced and you know a very complete player. Reese James is a mix of the two. Where, what what do you what do you see in your own game that you think you could add to that squad with regards to kind of what you bring? For me, I feel like um. Uh, my consistency is one is one of the kind of it's not like an attribute mm. but it's something that you know I offer you know I was speaking to AD um, the the 21s manager at, at England and he said to me like the one thing that aside from my ability is is you know that the, they love and that he loves is the, is my consistency and kind of how reliable I am uh, mm. which is something that you know I thought and I hadn't thought about I'd always thought about like you know my pace and um, my energy and, and, and delivery and stuff and, and thought that's them attributes, but then I actually thought, you know, I've played, you know, I'm 20 years old and, and I've, I kind of look at that and that's something that I feel like I can offer, um, for sure. Wicked. Look, to finish up, we're going to put you on the spot. Um, we've got a, a fastest too slow challenge for you and we're going to use your FIFA stats and we're going to put them against, uh, some others and we're going to see if you know your stats better than uh, than some of the other players that you've played against and played with. Um, Erin, I think you're going to take on the role of opponent today. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to chuck this out there to start with. I mean, Erin, <laughs> right. Erin, would, would you class yourself as quick, like rapid? Nah, 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 nah. No? That's not me. That's not my game. I'm more. You got to be physically. You're underselling. Quick up here. You're That's underselling. the main thing. Oh, nah. you've got, the other week. You've gone down the one matter route. Do you know what though? I'm not gonna lie to you. Two top speeds in two weeks. Oh and yeah. I've not had top speed in two years. That's his podcast, so isn't it? Must be doing something right. It's the pod. You've it's been thinking. Yeah, I got to turn up. That's it. This has <laughs> been <laughs> since you caught Lucy Bronze out the other week. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> Oh no! Let's not go down that road. Right, come on then. Let's have it. So, um, who is quicker for our, between obviously yourself, Max, or Diogo Jota? Yeah, I'm going with Max. Yeah, I'd say me. Yeah, I'd say myself. Yeah, I can say that. Back yourself, man. Well, he's had to back himself, but I, I, I think you're both wrong, man. No way. Diogo, Diogo <laughs> Jota, <laughs> eighty. F- 83 Diego Jota. He's not slow though, to be no, fair. No, no, he's no, not no, slow. He's not, he's not. Yeah, so Diego Jota, 83. Can I let him know what he is at this point? Yeah, kind of, kind absolutely. Of. So yeah. Uh, Max Aaron's 81. Uh, they're, they're doing you a disservice Come on. Let me break you lot in a little bit easier than this one. Who's got the quickest rating out of yourself, Max, or James Rodriguez? Yeah, I'd say me. He's obviously a top player. Well, oh, the disrespect, player, the disrespect. Me, that's a liberty. <laughs> the thing is, if they if they if they put a Hamas Rodriguez higher than you, I'll take that as a personal insult. <laughs> I would as well. Properly upset. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so you both go in with obviously Max on this one. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's a win-win. Got it, All right, you both got this one. Uh, right, this is a good one. Uh, Giovanni Reina or yourself? He's not bad. Yeah, he's sharp. He's sharp. Um. I'm going to go myself again, though. Yeah, I All was right. going to say the exact same. Good shout. Giovanni Reina is 77, and obviously you know yourself is at 81. Right, I'm going to spice it up a little bit now then. So um, who is quicker, Erin Cuthbert or Max Ahrens? Erin, Erin. Ah, the respect. You see it? Go on, Erin. Uh, I appreciate Aaron. that. Oh, no. I appreciate you appreciate that. it, but I'm what? I'm going to say Max. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say Max. It's not, it's not, it's not my game. Yeah, you know what? It's tight though, you know. Tight. It's tight. Is it? Yeah, I mean, Aaron Cuthbert comes in at 80. Max obviously at 81. That's not bad. Aaron, your stats... No, we need a race. Look is how you, happy Aaron is. Are you happy with uh, your stats? Do you know what? 
do you know what? I don't know about my stats, but I don't like my face on FIFA. It's terrible. <laughs> it's the same face that about 40 other female footballers have got. Oh, is it that one? So I'm not having it. Right, the big one. Who's quicker out of Max Ahrens and Tariq Lamptey on FIFA? <laughs> oh, look at him biting his lip. He's thinking, no, I can't say it. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. Who's quicker? That's, what, that's all I'm, that's what I want to know. Like, you know. Max is smelling blood here. He's using payback for last yeah. week. Yeah, he's quicker. What are you saying, Aaron? What are you say saying, Aaron? Max. Max. I'm going to say Max. I'm going to go like, you're like, Max. You know what? I can't say earlier that I'm quicker than Tariq and then when it comes to FIFA ratings, put him ahead. So I'm going to say. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I can reveal, as you know, you're at 81. Tariq is at 82. No. So he's done you. He's done you. We have to have the, I think you should just do like a race specifically oh, for FIFA. Yeah, we have to have Just to it. say, listen, I'm not having it. Like, it's a liberty. I, I should that. be up there as well. At least on 82 with him. Yeah, no. and maybe, and oh, if we Max, do that same race, word, we can drop Aaron down to like seventy-eight, maybe. Yeah. What were you? Yeah. What mine? Listen. Yeah. What were your stats? Come on. Yeah. Listen, my 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 speed rating. I think what was it about eighty or something? It wasn't that quick. But to be fair, they got the picture right. The picture was nice. You they got the mean? picture. A good picture. They got yeah, the baby had... face right. And... <laughs> You had a you had a good what year as well, didn't you? I Why think you, you had a year. About one year, you disrespected. What do you mean one year? <laughs> it was because I remember we talked about this. The yeah, League we did. Cup 2008, 2008. Yeah. yeah, we won the League Cup. But I think I think my I think it was about 80, 80. I had that sneaky pace, that sneaky pace. People mm. look yeah, too far. Yeah, it's not yeah. that quick. And then all of a sudden I go by them and they're like, "How did that happen?" <laughs> like, like, Stride sneak, length, sneaky pence. Yeah, long legs 100%. and all that. Um, Max has been wicked, mate. It's been so much fun having you on, and I'm. I'm glad it's going going so well for you, and um, I think the guys would guys would agree with me that it's it's again really refreshing to hear someone that's so driven has got such a level head when you're talking about the various setbacks that you have, and um, yeah, I hope it all goes really well for you in the future. I mean, roll on the next six months, let's see what comes. Hundred percent. Have a good one. Cheers, Thank Max. You. See you later, Max. Thank you. Peace. You've been listening to the Adidas X podcast with original music by Safari Youth. This series is produced by 90min and see here content.